hope my uh, coworkers don't hear this because I've been telling them for the past two days I am sick of talking about Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I deliberately haven't particularly talked about it a whole much, a whole yeah. lot. Yeah, personally, nobody had talked to you about it. Yeah, because I thought, oh God, no, if I. If I get it all out, there'll be nothing left. So, <laughs> I've got some people at work I can talk to about it, but I've got others who watch the show, but their grasp of things is not where I would like them to be. So yeah. conversations are a little frustrating, and it's just sort of like, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. This is not yeah. fun for me. <laughs> I know. I only have one. My my uh, fellow, like my coworker Mike, he watches, and you know, we ran into each other last week at the gym, like just before this final episode aired, and we were just like dissecting everything, you know, and saying, "Well, here's what should happen, and here's what better not happen." <laughs> it was, you know, one of those conversations. So, uh, but yeah, he's probably the only one at work that really watches it the way I do, or knows enough about it. So, yeah. Well, my scenario, my viewing scenario for the finale was a, a little viewing party, and this is the second time I've done it this season, and in both cases, neither person calibrated their TVs correctly. <laughs> they both had that, um, well, it depends on the manufacturer of your television, but it might be called true motion or sports mode, whatever it is that makes the frame rate like 120 hertz. So you get this video effect where everything yeah. looks like it was shot on a video versus on film. And it's oh, it's very flat. Like the backgrounds look very fake. Everything's fake. It's so distracting. It's <laughs> re- it was really, really bad. And I didn't have the heart to be like the one person who's like, can you fix your TV, please? Yeah. <laughs> this is a finale, though. You had to. I, yeah. your, I probably duty. should. I, would, I was about to when some one of the other people in the room went, Oh, great, great picture, man. <laughs> See, in our TV is, we have this sort of giant screen TV down, downstairs anyway, and like in the basement, which is where we watch this. And, um, I, I don't know how old it is, maybe five years, but there's just none of those issues. It's a great picture. Like when people were saying how the Winterfell, the long night battle was so dark and they couldn't see a thing, I thought, okay, well, I could see. Like, I don't, I mean, oh, you know, it was definitely. dark. I but I mean, there are parts where it was like, where it was misty, like when the dragons were in the air. No, it was hard to know what the hell was going on, but I could see. So yeah, maybe it's just you know, a lot of it's your TV. I think hard to follow versus hard to yeah. see are two separate things. And sometimes people conflate the two. So Robin, you said you couldn't see episode three. I mean, I, I re- really appreciated the lighting that uh, uh, Melisandre set up, that the dragon <laughs> set up, oh, that wow. uh, flamey sword set up. Eric, I was very happy when there were scenes with those. And but then again, the dragons were like, once they got above the clouds, I was like, yes, I can see them. Mm. <laughs> it was beautiful. But yeah, yeah. So I think I think our visuals were, were good, but uh, I, th- I can appreciate for some other people it was I really toy difficult. With my TV too. I was just like, what's going on here? Yeah, yeah. I finally had to like rewatch it. And like uh, the like the next day, and turn off all the lights in my in my room in my wow. living room. Wow! So it was, was really like, okay, it was that so bad. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. No, I could see it was just yeah. <sighs> anyway, well. Anyway, um, okay. Hooplecast bonus episode, final episode of Game of Thrones. It's over. It's done. Oh, here's something else while we're complaining about things. Uh, or chiefly, it's <laughs> me complaining about things. I don't like it when people go, uh, who's going to win Game of Thrones? Win Game <laughs> of Thrones. I don't oh, like that turn of oh, phrase. Oh. It's not, 
It's called Game of Thrones. It's but it's not like officially. It's not a, it's not a game. It's, it's not like a sports. It's it's not <laughs> like what. Oh, no, I just sound I like a the throne is a. I don't know. It's I don't. I hate. I don't like that turn of phrase. It's it's not a prize because it implies it's a prize, and and that's not exactly how it works. <laughs> There's a. It's a little more complicated than that. Yeah, it's an oversimplification. Who's gonna really win? Is. Who's gonna win? Who do you think is gonna win Game of Thrones? People actually say that. <laughs> yes. I've never had someone. Oh say my that god! People keep saying once. that to me. I, Mostly people who don't watch the show. You have to hang around with bright people. That's that's a problem, okay? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, mean, you know, one of the shows I I think original conceit was like that, you know, you had all these images of different people sitting on the throne. You know, that's that's a lot of the promotion has been. And, uh, you know, I I was thinking to myself, you know, I wonder who's going to end up actually sitting on the throne. But uh, I wasn't exactly going, who's going to win the game? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Pretty pretty stupid. Um, So I've got Moira and Robin here and also Steve, who uh, if anyone's listening to the bonus episodes, he was on last time we talked about Game of Thrones. And also recently we recorded... uh, Part two of our Deadwood RPG. That's right. Oh, cool. That's right. So I'm back to back right now for bonus episodes. <laughs> Is a what Deadwood that? RPG a, a, technically a game that you'd win? <laughs> <laughs> Careful, Robin. He might. He might just you know cut your head off. Just say the wrong thing. Don't start swearing. Yeah, I'm really it's fucking not- irritable today. So <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not so much that you. It's not so much that you win, but you you make everyone else lose around you. So you know, you look like a winner in comparison. Hey, when does the Deadwood movie come out? In ten days. Yeah, May thirty first. That's very cool. Yeah, which May thirty first is a Friday. I thought that was an odd time. It's Um, a super weird night to to do that. Why not a Sunday? Hopefully, it's premiering in theaters then. No, just HBO. No, it's a very odd choice. Or why not a Saturday? Because they used to do Saturday HBO movies. Like Saturday for HBO was always like a new movie tonight on a Saturday, and sometimes yeah, it, it was is. an original film. So why not do a Saturday? I don't get it. So wait, wait. So this is only on HBO? Yeah. Yep. So this is convenient since I only bought my HBO on Crave for the purposes of watching Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. and since I will still have it May thirty first, this mm-hmm. is very good for me. <laughs> so oh, like, perfect! Watch the damn thing. Make sure well, to watch it. <laughs> yes, because I was I wasn't going to keep the um, you know how Crave is Crave plus HBO plus movies like it's an extra ten bucks a month for that. So I'm like I wasn't planning to keep that part. But I'll make sure I have it for this month <laughs> so I can watch my dead one. Yes, and send in <laughs> feedback. There you go. See, see if I can uh, yeah, get myself organized to do that. Okay, want to quickly go around the horn and everyone say what, like, very briefly what they thought of this finale? Uh, Steve, why don't you go first? I'm, I'm going to be the, the beacon of positivity. Um, I, <laughs> I liked uh, this ending. I didn't feel like it f- uh, fit with the rest of the series, you know, the previous seasons for the series. Uh, but, you know, if you go back and you watch it, it had an ending. It had a you know a sort of um, 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 good stuff for the our, our main characters that that we love. I mean, yeah, except except for Danny. As long as you don't love Danny. <laughs> well, I did love Danny. No, <laughs> I literally have a Targaryen hat. <laughs> oh, I'm wearing my uh, Baratheon socks. Oh. <laughs> Well, you have you know multiple <laughs> Bar- Baratheons you could be rooting for. 
<laughs> uh, you could be rooting for Aegon Targaryen, who was supposedly going to be a thing, but didn't turn out to be much of a thing. <laughs> who? I don't know who that who you're talking about. <laughs> Nobody's ever talked about him. <laughs> well, they talked about him for like four episodes, and then that was it. <laughs> Did all the people that? Uh, well, actually, Sam, Sam, Sam still knows. He's keeping it to him. Everybody's just keeping it to themselves. Mm-hmm. Not that that thing that we were mystified over and figured out and r plus l equals j and all that led to just everybody just keeping it on the dl and (laughs) (laughs) very hush whatever Mm -hmm. (laughs) on a need to know basis only (laughs) Mm -hmm. i'm sorry i interrupted you (laughs) is it on me now (laughs) yeah it's on you now (laughs) uh yeah well i mean game of thrones is is not a game but it is a story it's a song of ice and fire, and Tyrion doesn't play any part in it. And uh, ab- obviously, the best story is Bran the Broken. And I mean, I'm convinced. <laughs> Who deserved more, uh, more of you know of a, of a power position, uh, more more love, more respect than the guy that's been sitting around uh, half falling asleep uh, for the last two years. <laughs> Just so so happy for well, him. Well, I'm convinced. And he seems so happy for himself. Uh, oh dear. <laughs> I mean, honestly, his whole thing about like, oh, you know, I didn't come down all this way for, for whatever his line was. It almost was just like, just like played you. <laughs> like, like I've been here the entire time. You smug bastard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, they they offered him Lord of Winterfell, but he he knew something better was coming down, so he, he you know he politely declined the Lord of Winterfell. Yeah, it's it's like okay, he's a three eyed raven. So what is that? Like, what is that even anymore? <laughs> Who the fuck knows? He's just gonna he's gonna be the king of <laughs> king of Westeros. What? Oh God! Okay, this is giving so, me actual pain. Just so. I'm just kind of focusing on one character or another. Mm-hmm. I, I guess I can say that I, I, you know, I, I felt like a lot of the, you know, kind of majority felt it. There was a lot of, a lot of fast tracking really led to some, you know, I mean, I was ready for the ride. I was along for the ride in season seven. I understand it took a couple of shortcuts, but th- it really just uh, got, <laughs> got even worse in this season. So. I was happy. I was, I was happy. listening to our friend Nutty's podcast, Beyond the Wall, and she and Christiana made such a persuasive argument for why Bran should be the king. Mm-hmm. Everything from his detachment means that he's above petty squabbles and selfish interests to he has the entire like history and sort of his his viewpoint isn't so uh, myopic it's it's wider and mm-hmm. he can see uh, and like everything you're saying is great it's not what Tyrion said Tyrion said <laughs> a bunch of bullshit <laughs> <laughs> yeah he seemed really interested in uh everybody and how how things were going to run it, like, especially when he just like was like checked in on a small council and he's like yeah i'm going to go talk to a, a bird now so <sighs> later it was a weird it was a weird scene <laughs> You know, okay. chair joke. I'm here for the chair joke. Just to, let's move scuffle chair. Remember that time we moved chairs around the table? Let's spend like five minutes doing that. That's a that's a good joke. You know what? It reminded me of better seasons. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I remember this show. I used to like this show. <laughs> I wanted Terry yeah, to walk but- into that room and have Tywin sitting there at the end with both middle fingers raised, like, 
I've been here the why do you think I came all this way? <laughs> Sorry, Morgan. No, I was gonna say so all right. In a couple of parts, to speak to your question. So having sat through the previous episode, in which I was just pretty much bitterly disappointed, I thought to myself, okay, you know what? Just just set your expectation, your bar so low that that you won't be completely horrified. You know, I had to, I, so I went into it with the attitude that I probably would like nothing. And therefore, if there were any aspects that were at all redeemable, I could find some joy. So, mm-hmm. so therefore, it, in that sense, it actually did not disappoint me as much as I was originally fearing it would, just globally. But, um, in terms of, well, Robin kind of just spoke to this in terms of the entire you know, eighth series season. Um, yeah, everything has been compressed and rushed and not true to character and not nearly in the same depth or breadth of storytelling that George R.R. is capable of. And so they started relying on sort of more tropes and traditional Hollywood type, you know, situations, um, to tell their, their tale. And the whole series suffered as a result. Like, for instance, you know, in the Battle of the Long Night, all of our heroes are about to be quashed by the by the White Walkers when suddenly Arya saves the day. I mean, that that's just it's ridiculous. Some of them clearly should have died. I'm sure this has been said before, but the whole season suffered from that. Not so much. It's not that it's not cinematography. For, uh, the cinematography, sorry, is not beautiful. It is. It's not that the CG isn't amazing. It is. It's not that the actors are bad. The actors are not bad, but the material, the writing, the substance of it is just so so much more superficial and, you know, two-dimensional instead of detailed and three-dimensional that it's just taken the heart right out of it. So Well said. Um, so yeah, so I think I wanted to, to love this series, and um, I would love to have been the fly on the wall when the Double Ds had their meeting, you know, with George R.R., in which years ago he told them the main beats, or at least the end point of this whole saga, and I'd love to know how much of what he told them is what they ended up doing. Because things like, I can see Arya having killed the Night King and not John because Arya didn't get all those ninja cool, you know, skills for no reason. I mean, that, that actually made sense to me. I didn't have a problem with that. But Jamie Lannister's arc in particular, come on. I was so disappointed with that. Like, <laughs> I know. And I, and no, you know what, guys? You didn't have to beat us over the head by having Tyrion go down the stairs all by himself and unearth <laughs> the bodies of Jamie, Jamie and Cersei, you know, wrapped in each other's arms because, oh, gee, that's what Jamie said. He always wanted to die in the arms of the woman he loved. Oh, <laughs> was, was I the only one luck? who was just like, what was like, there's going to be a freaking golden hand sticking out of uh, a yes, pile of yes, I was so like, bring it. it. It's going to happen. Everybody says, my daughter's watching with us, and she's like, okay, the gold man will be sticking out of the rubble. I went, yep, no kidding. There it was. I'm sorry. I don't like it when I can predict the show so well. Another point in the, in the evening, she says, well, you know, Daenerys is not going to sit on that throne. She's touching it. She will never sit in it. Mark my words. I said, oh, I think you're absolutely right. Sure enough. No, <laughs> didn't sit in it. Like, we, you know, this show used to surprise us, and now it's like we can predict what tropes they're going to, you know, trot out. You right. mentioned being a fly on the wall for that meeting. I, I, I bet George R.R. provided like three bullets and mm-hmm. uh, D&D was like, okay, I, <laughs> we got all we need, the three bullets. Oh, and, God. you know, they didn't bother, you know, flushing out to the, any of the material around the three bullets or, you know, uh, just 
we 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 got our we got our ending. That's probably why they they cut it down to you know seven episodes. Like uh, we don't have any more material, so you, uh, you know, we we can't stretch it out to ten. Lazy yeah, motherfuckers. The, yeah, you get the sense they just wanted to be bloody well done with it. I mean, other things I read or heard have said that they were given they could have had ten episodes if they'd yeah. wanted them. They could have had and each episode could have been probably more than an hour. They just really you know somebody made an analogy. I don't take any credit for this, but somebody was talking about Egrets and John's relationship and how long that that took a whole season really to develop and you bought it and then you know when she dies you, you know you totally feel his anguish with Danny and John I don't know about you guys but I never really bought into it like they had a, they had a you know they had a romp in the hay on the boat I'm sorry this is not in dying love like no, no. some of it's the actors and just natural lack of chemistry uh, mm. obviously the real spark was there for John and Ygritte because they're married Those, now. <laughs> they're married now, so that was. I think that's part of it. And and mm-hmm. but I, I what I were they in a hurry to make confederate? I don't think that's ever going to happen. It just you're never going to have anything the size, the scope of Game of Thrones. Why would you want it to be over? Yeah, you're feeling tired. Step back a little. Let some other people. Yeah, step in. Yeah. It's got to be or, or, or ego, or they George. really just thought that they were doing the right. Thing. Well, that's oh. possible. I mean, when you see their interviews, you know, you, when you watch the behind-the-scenes stuff, yeah, they act like they thought they were doing the right thing. But, like, for instance, even dumb things like, you know, John doesn't get to say goodbye to Ghost because, oh, gee, we didn't think we had enough CG in the budget. Seriously? Really? Oh. But you can but you can wage a dragon battle in the air that most of us couldn't see. <laughs> but you wouldn't show me John giving Ghost a little cuddle. Like, yeah. come on. So you're like legit. You were legit bummed about Ghost. I was legit bummed about. It Ghost. was hard for me to tell if people were being serious about that no, or not because I never thought of listen, Ghost as a listen. character, not for several seasons. So. But he, but he was his dog, and you don't that bond that that bond never goes away. I haven't seen Ghost around for a coon's age. Still, that's just because they're being cheap. But I still think you should have said goodbye to him. And then, so what do they do? They trot him out in this last episode with his poor little mangled ear. And fine, we get to see ghosts again. But I have to tell you, at the very end, in the epilogue sort of part, when when at the very end when John is going north with the wildlings, the three of us are watching this. We're all like, okay, so then he really was just going to go north the whole time and the there's not really any more taking the black or he's just says screw you guys i'm going to do what i want or like i couldn't decide even how to i shouldn't have to watch the last scene of the show and have to be wondering <laughs> is john disobeying a rule now and he's going to be in trouble and someone's going to come for him or do he say fuck all y'all i'm going north like i honestly didn't know <laughs> and that annoys me that i didn't know you should have painted it so that i would understand his motive and i wouldn't be guessing well didn't you know that Arya like longed to like travel and oh, ride a ship i didn't even get to that yet <laughs> When? Okay, did she walk up to Davos and say, tell me everything about the boating world? I've always wanted to go there. No. So, yeah. That now, also now, was crap. Now, if, now, if Arya was standing on the deck of that ship and the camera panned around, we see Yara walk up behind her and put an arm around her, I would have been like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> it, well, that would explain why Yara kind of let the whole uh, Iron Islands thing go, yeah. since it's totally cool with brand that Sansa gets to secede from the Seven Kingdoms, but Dorne and the Iron Islands are still not independent nation states. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, Prince of Dorne was like, damn, I should have thought of that first. They were both like, oh my god. <laughs> Maybe they even talked about it before that. Like, okay, no one proposed we secede. Everyone's like, we pinky swear, sure. <laughs> I think it was like the writers going, okay, Sansa has been through so much that... Let's give her um, a win. <laughs> we need to give her something. Let's just have her crowned, you know, queen well, of the Do you think that one might have actually been legit? Because in, in the story arc of this world um the north was originally free and was the last to come into the realm wasn't it like yeah yeah, yeah so that's actually fairly believable to it's me. fairly believable but we didn't hear that point raised and countered <laughs> no. like it's it's all like why would all you that would have required to... another scene right? yeah <laughs> they would yeah. have had to write it come on okay sans is the one person she's been acting so queenly for quite a while now that at least that seemed fitting yes I'll give you that. I didn't have a major problem with that. Although, when she turned and said about with respect to Bran and how, well, he can't fire the children, children, I thought, okay, fuck off. That's not even true. Just because he's a paraplegic doesn't mean he can't have babies. So, first of all, that's not accurate. Normally, anyway. Um, and secondly, after what you've been through, are we going to pretend that you're going to have any babies, Sansa? Because I really doubt it. Mm-hmm. Don't see it happening. You know what? He should have said, none of your goddamn business. What's your business? It's just, I just, I just found it weird. He's like, I can warg into like a, another person, and does that <laughs> does that count? If if he yeah. works into another dude, and then like he marries oh, yeah. a, a woman, and yeah, and he gets someone else's, it, it would if this were the Handmaid's Tale, sure. Or if he warged into That's a woman true. and had a baby himself oh through so, the woman. So speaking of warging, so there's another unsatisfactory thing. He's warging away through the entire battle over there at Winterfell. And we're all thinking, maybe he'll go into a dragon. You know, maybe he'll spy on the Night King. Maybe there's a reason for this. But no, no. It's he's tired. Really, he fell asleep. He's tired. He had a, he had a nap. Huh. Huh. I actually think, you know, when he said, oh, maybe I'll go find Drogon. I'm like, okay, at least that might be a useful use of your warging abilities. I Especially was wondering you- what would happen with Drogon because although killing Danny seemed like a fairly easy thing to do, what are you going to do about her um, henchmen there? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and yeah, I, have I was to waiting say, for John to scream in his face. To- oh, <laughs> <laughs> I killed your mother! Come on! Drogon didn't she- see that, right? He didn't see no, he how didn't see she died. No, so, I mean- although I mean, come on, there's only one. I mean, come on, right? Is that was that was that on the chair over there? Or I'm gonna kill the chair. <laughs> well, how logical is the dragon? I don't know. These dragons are supposed to be not stupid, right? So I, I, don't I, know. <laughs> I was laughing when he burned down the throne. I was like, a Drogon making some political commentary right here. <laughs> he's, a, he's a real deep thinker. That dragon. <laughs> uh, I actually wondered for a minute whether. Um, when he was standing over her body and looking at John, I, I wondered whether they were going to connect in some way. Like, because he's half Targaryen, I thought, well, is it possible that the Drogon can shift allegiance? Like, I just really didn't know where they were going to go with that, you know? Was bound and determined not to give any sort of, like, actually, actual heroic ending <laughs> that made that made any sense. Just, <laughs> Apparently not. Okay, and then John, since now we've shifted to John. So, his ending probably was the one that made me the least satisfied not because i wanted him to sit the iron throne i i, I kind of didn't because i know he didn't want that um but i feel like okay i guess assuming he goes to the north of the wildlings and he can live some kind of life and find some kind of happiness i guess i should be happy with him but it's just but even that then seems devious because they've told um oh damn what's his name you know 
her her head of war. Help me out here. Masandi's other half. Grey Worm. <laughs> they told Grey Worm. Be like Davos trying to pronounce it. <laughs> yeah. So they told Borgo, Grey Worm. Uh, right. That Campbell soup. We're gonna, you know, make him take the black, and that's gonna be his punishment. So they tell Grey Worm one thing to shut Grey Worm up, and then no one's really following through on it. Like it just normally in this universe, um, actions have actual consequences, and. And I feel like this is again—is it just lazy writing or what is it? It's like they—they they haven't really followed through with it. So what? John just gets to do what he wants. Well, I'm happy for John, but John, being a man of honor, I don't think he's even—he's not even going to feel good about it. Like he's going to sneak north the wall and still feel shitty about it. Like it's just—it's a crappy ending for him. That's all. He does the thing that no one else had the courage to do, and the thing that if we want to buy into this love affair, was probably really hard for him to do, and. You know, Tyrion, Tyrion tries to betray her and he gets to be the hand of the next king. And <laughs> John just gets banished north the wall. I just, it was very unsettling. <sighs> okay. I don't know how you guys felt about that, but anyway. Steve has done homework and prepared a list of top eight positive <laughs> things about season Yay! eight. I'm so ready to agree. I'm, I, I'd love to. I'd love to feel positive. Yeah, find me something. Mm-hmm. All right. So this is top eight best of season eight. So not just the episode, but for the entire season, and it's in chronological order. So uh, for episode two, a knight of the seven kingdoms. It's the the titular, the knighting of Brienne. That mm-hmm. that that was the the best scene of the the episode. Very Brought sweet. a tear to my eye. Yeah, very sweet. It was. I loved it. Awesome. it it was, it was her character arc completion. I would have been satisfied if she died in the next episode and <laughs> that, that would have completed her. Um, but then, you know, other things happen. All right. Uh, episode three, the long night, Theon's last stand. I know not very popular, but, uh, I, you know, Theon's my boy and, uh, I, he had a, a good moment right there facing off against the, uh, the night King. I mean, okay. I, I just I wanted guess. more from him. I wanted more. <laughs> I wanted the, I really wanted to feel that too, because he had been through so much, but then again, I am, uh, I'm still mad at him about Winterfell. <laughs> yes. I can't let that go. <laughs> oh, sure. You can ignore ghosts, but you're still pissed about Winterfell. <laughs> <laughs> well, people died like actual people. Oh, characters stop. died there was a guy that was beheaded <laughs> those kids uh, they were but farmers kids sir, Ro- sir roderick was it <laughs> yeah, sir roderick. i'm going to see your father ben oh, oh also the uh the maester yeah oh yes yes lovely so i mean but i did li- I, I would agree with you steve i did like the fact that he tried to do the right thing at the yeah. end a little, little yeah. bit of a redemptive, well, yeah, moment. redemptive he's, yeah. he's had a couple coming yep he so, helps Sansa escape, things like I that. I think, yeah. again, if they had more time, it would have felt better. We spent more time with them, not the obvious. I'm here. I will protect Bran. I'm dead. <laughs> it was so quick. <laughs> yeah. Now, in that long night episode, I had predicted like 20 people dying, you know, half, half our, all oh, our yeah. main characters. And, mm-hmm. um, we didn't get that. Well, you know, <laughs> we get all the the B level and C level characters. Uh, you know, if that dollar said. <laughs> um, but I will say the the deaths that we did get in that episode. Um, there there were some big ones: Jorah Monmart and uh, Beric Dundarin. Um, you know, those those felt uh, deserving. You know, jo- Jonah or Jorah was protecting his queen. You know, just the way he wanted to die and Beric, you know, did his thing for his, you know, Lord of light that was never brought up again. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I mentioned that their deaths, you know, they didn't have any, any last lines. I mean, they just kind of 
they did their thing, they got stabbed a thousand times, and they just kind of fell and died. And that's that felt realistic. And I, you know, I appreciate the the deaths that we did get in that episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh, yeah. I mean, you know, I I loved Danny just as much as Jora. So to see him sacrifice himself for Dar- Danny so much in that beautiful end scene with the dragon coming down is just. Uh, I, I, I was very much uh, upset by, by Jorah's death, but I was, it was also like, that was perfect. It was a heroic ending. You know, he, com- he sort of came out of nowhere, but still it's, it's I'm like, of course this makes sense. It w- he did what he was, he, what he would aspire to do, which is die defending his queen. Mm-hmm. Just like, just like Jamie, he was a, a true knight. Uh, I don't have anything for episode four. I think that was uh, a bit of a low point in the the season. Um, that was I, the aftermath. Yeah, I like the, the drinking game a lot. I I liked <laughs> just watching the these characters after battle live in their world. And so you're a virgin, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not so much where the, where it that. went, but. Yeah. Just, just the idea of characters having conversations because we had a whole episode where people didn't have a conversation. So it was nice, yes. like, oh, we're settling back into relationships. It's like I like this so much more than the than the battle stuff. I like character so, relationships. So full disclosure, this was going to be a top ten list, and it was at this point in my list that I was starting to struggle. So mm. I was like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so episode five, the bells. Uh, even though it was a uh, terribly convenient Euron Greyjoy coming out of the water to face uh, Jamie at that one particular moment in time when they both happen to be on the beach. Um, I like the symbolism of uh, the Kraken uh, coming out of the water to attack Jamie. And I, I think it would have only been better if after you know Euron was there, you know, uh, you know, fatally wounded, he would have then slunk off back into the surf to like disappear underneath the waves or something, you know, maybe transform into a kraken and you know uh, <laughs> attack ships for forevermore. But I mean, there 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 was some attempt at symbolism there. Uh, you you kind of saw it on the um, uh, the scorpion uh, blades with the head little suctions. So they, they they did have the the design department was was thinking about these things, and I, I think him coming out of the water at that point in time was was that. I know it's 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 a it's a you're stretch. Stri- yeah, you're stretching. It's a stretch. Uh, right. Dude, I I I, uh, I liked I liked Euron. I hated him at, at first, but the more he's been on this show, the more I've been like, what an asshole! I love exactly. how much of an asshole. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's his last lines. I killed Jimmy Lannister. Like f you, gave him. He's hilarious. <laughs> when he shot that dragon out of the sky, I laughed out loud. I am not joking or exaggerating. That was hilarious. The dude loves his job. I love his enthusiasm. He's well, a crazy, crazy sex pirate, and I say, <laughs> you go and get it. Spin on. Uh, oh, in, he has a, in he has, role in role playing games. He is the uh, chaotic evil character yeah. who just does whatever he wants yeah. to, no, yeah. no matter the consequences. Uh, so yeah, I, I know people like that. I know characters like that, and. <laughs> It, it's good for a little bit. You you don't want him showing up every game session because he'll just <laughs> destroy everything. I, I just thought that battle was. I appreciate your comments, but I just thought it was a, a 
Well, it was completely <laughs> stupid, but it, it was, was also stupid. very funny. <laughs> I wanted to see Jamie <laughs> fight somebody, you know? I wanted Did to see a good fight with Jamie. And- okay, but then he stabbed Jamie like twice, I think. Yeah. And ja- Jamie looks like he's dying. He does a nice ream through the middle of Euron. Euron dies. And then Jamie, you know, off screen, just bounds up those steps. And it's a long way, by the way, up to the Red King. It's those- very long. And he's not way. even out of breath. He's just ducky. You know, he's, uh, I mean, come, this is just, uh, I, sorry, I'm, I need to calm down. I'm ranting. Don't show the guy being rammed through with a sword and then act like he can walk around and comfort his sister and everything's just ducky with him physically. That's so stupid. John Snow so came funny. back from the dead. Hey, so, Melisandre helped him, and she's pretty kick-ass. So, you know, that's uh, a term I've heard there. bandied about, plot armor. He couldn't yes. die because he had yes. plot armor. I love plot armor. Uh, yeah, exactly. Whatever. I mean, the Lord, my- the Lord of Light was looking over Jamie. How about that? <laughs> oh, please, no, let me just have my crabbiness. Okay, move on, Steve. <laughs> We're looking for good things. My next three come from uh, episode six. So it was um, um, two of them were uh, um, Tyrion related. So Tyrion had some good scenes. Uh, The Mm. determining the fate of the realm in the dragon pit scene uh, where all your all your name characters show back up. Um, I I saw Brienne was there. I I was afraid we weren't going to see Brienne again. Um, which would have been her last scene would have been her crying, you know, as Jamie left. So yes. I really wanted to see her again to get some kind of closure. Uh, wouldn't like, wouldn't like it if she was just crying as, as her final no, scene. She deserves better than that. She, she deserves well, better than that. She had a really good final scene writing mm-hmm. in that book, the big book. I love that scene. Although I was, I was hoping they would do that. Maybe it's because I don't know cursive that well, but I'm like, I thought I when I'm when they're zooming in, it, it said something like he died protecting. I thought it said he died protecting his Brienne, and I was I was like, oh, you gotta be fucking kidding me! <laughs> She's not really writing that, is she? Oh, Queen! It says Queen. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I thought it showed her to be quite a classy person to be able to have given him that as a as a gift, really. She's, Posthumous a gift. She's a hero. I love her. She is. She's the best. I that I mean I. I was happy for the scene, but I was I was kind of like, yep, and there's that scene, check mark. That was a check mark. Ever <laughs> since we saw the book like a couple a few seasons ago, it's, mm-hmm. it's yeah. it had to happen. Uh the reestablishment of this small council. So I did like that scene. <laughs> yeah. I, I like that the Tyrion and Braun. Braun was there, so Braun returns in the final episode. Right. And there he's not Lord with the cross trying Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> makes so little oh. sense <laughs> that he would be on the council, but all right. I don't it's, know. Were you guys like waiting for Bron to pop up out of nowhere to no. try some shit? I mean, because ever since that that deal with uh, Tyrion and Jamie, I, I was waiting for him, and then to have yeah. him just kind of show up at the small council scene, I was like, oh okay. <laughs> yeah, I thought uh, someone would have to kill Bran or Bron. I'm sorry. Yeah, someone would have to kill Bron because he he's walking around with this crossbow threatening people um but yeah it, it it's good that he he and the uh the master of ships I, I would see like a buddy comedy with those two going off at each other <laughs> but at least at least um davos as master of ships makes sense so that does make sense yes <laughs> yeah that, that that i get <clears throat> i love davos i hope he lives forever he's <laughs> is, is there anything bad about Davos ever? I don't no, think no. I think he's one he's of the great. ones that escapes without any sort of, you know, any sort of 
problems with him. It says lucky fingers around his neck. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, here's something that bothered me, and I knew this would not be addressed, but... And maybe it's just because I live in Northern California and it seems like the state's always on fire. But when a city catches fire, your the air quality is terrible. Like oh. you're you are you're choking yeah. on the air. Like it it is awful. And people are just walking around breathing dead bodies and who knows what, you know, carcinogens and, and they're yeah. just like not even gonna acknowledge how bad the air is. Yeah, it's like anyway. nobody choking. Yeah. It was Put a handkerchief over your face, Tyrion. I mean, anyway, sorry, Steve, go ahead. <laughs> I did like the Sansa, Arya, John montage that mm-hmm. concluded the episode. I felt like it was totally out of place with the series, because um, nowhere else do you get a montage quite like that. Um, but um, it, it did have a, a nice conclusion for those three characters, right? Screw everyone else, but those three characters. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was definitely happy for Arya, although I did want to see her, like, go, like, you know, F humanity and just kind of hit the road, you know, with a backpack or something, you know, instead of being, like, into the open seas to explore, because I've always been one that loved to explore. She could have been, like, uh, still on that white horse just riding off into the sunset. Where did the white horse nice. go? <laughs> she rode it out of the episode and then walked into the next episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> with lots of similar looking horses, you know. <laughs> underneath yeah. South Rockies. So that was rather strange. Where'd the snow come from <sighs> between episodes? Like, isn't it the, like the next day? Yeah, the because snow? because originally it was ash falling. And then it was like, no, that was definitely snow. And I guess winter really was coming, even though the White Walkers are dead. So, because yeah. it's a mystical, mystical thing anyway. And it has to decide when it wants to leave, right? <laughs> winter. Well, was there, so. was there ever snow in King's Landing? Because... And the one of the books ends with the snow finally arriving at King's Landing. Mm-hmm. Was there that was when Jamie was was riding away to go north? Uh, I think. So there was snow. There was. Yeah. I think we were all very impressed by the by the ash, and we all thought, "Oh wow!" Her prophetic vision mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. was that in the that was in the House of the Undying, which is way better in the books. Anyway, <laughs> we were like, "Whoa!" The it's ash, not snow. That is really mm-hmm. clever. It turned out to be snow. <laughs> take that point away oh damn it <laughs> yeah, so it's supposed to be snow on the throne I mean <laughs> and then my, my last bullet um, it, it's a comment for the series overall um, it, I just like the, the open discussion on social issues uh, sh- you know fantasy and sci-fi shows uh, they, they take a they take a otherworldly um, scenario and they put today's social issues on top of that. And they, they kind of talk through it, you know, shows like star Trek and like the Orville, you know, they, they usually focus on one topic per episode and, you know, kind of be that focus. But, you know, game of Thrones was able to do that throughout the whole series and just have open discussion on, you know, things like fridging women. What, what does that mean? You know, killing off people of color. Is that Okay for for shows like this like what's it mean to be a bastard and a dwarf and a eunuch and questions like mental health came up a lot in this last season and you know just a lot of a lot of social commentary um you know not directed specifically at our culture but you know in the in the general water um talk discussion that we were having it just it came up over and over again and I, I appreciate that. That that's that's something unique to this show. 
Yeah, yeah. Sure. Well, it was for a time a very complex, nuanced show. Yeah, back in the good old days. Yep. <laughs> back then, I would unequivocally recommend it to a person and say it's yeah. one of the best adaptations of mm-hmm. a novel, series of novels that I've ever seen. And absolutely, you should watch it. What do you mean you're not watching it? Yeah. And now I feel like if I were to recommend it, it would have a caveat. And I just watched so the last it's season. It's so funny. Yeah, no, it's so funny you're saying that because I literally was just thinking, oh, I was going to ask you guys, would you recommend this to a friend? Because I, I would hesitate for exactly those reasons. Like, it's, it's like, um, ah, oh, it's like a symphony where three quarters of it was written by, I don't know, Beethoven or someone. And then, you know, his handyman finished the end. Like, it just, uh, you feel like you're you're setting someone up for uh, disappointment to lead them down this garden path, which is unfortunate because it had such promise, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the I only mean, possible thing is if George okay. ever finishes a novel, which believe me, I'm not holding my breath. But if he ever were to, God knows he has lots of room now to improve. I mean, <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. I actually started uh, listening to the books again. Uh, oh, did you? Just a couple weeks ago, because I'm just had, like, had you ever read all of them or, or listened yeah. to all of them? Oh, yeah. Had. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I listened to them. Yeah. Because, you know, who's got time to read? I can read faster than I can listen. I have so much, so much podcasting to do. <laughs> anyway, so it sounds like, like you guys would have the same hesitation about, you know, sending someone toward this. No, there are worst. There are worse series worst finales. There are a lot worse. Um, and, I, and I think, you know, it really, it depends on the person. I would think if there's, there's somebody who's just into, like, wants to see some swords clash and some epicness and can probably fall for some of the mm-hmm. stuff they tried to kind of punt at us <laughs> this yeah, last season. Sh- shovel, shovel at us with their giant yeah. shovels. Well, yeah. It makes total sense but, that Danny's yeah, evil. Yeah, but if you love character-driven stuff, then you're going you're gonna to get... You're going to get angsty about this. Yeah. It's just not, you know, like I said, one of my biggest disappointments with Jamie, Jamie Lannister, I'm sorry, everything in that man's entire seven-year arc was leading him toward redemption. Mm-hmm. And and to turn it around at the end and have him, you know. I mean, I can kind of excuse that as being that he's just an addict. He's yeah, but, always been in love with her, and he kind of, okay. it was always just sort of putting it you know, putting it away, like his a passion for Cersei, like a little box, but then he couldn't resist taking it out all the time, like every once in a while, and then... Where, where we left him off, le- left off with him in the books, he was definitely on his path away from Cersei. Mm-hmm. He was, yeah. Was done with her. I mean, so we'll yeah, no, I know, that's yeah. how they packaged it, right, Matt, that, that he's an addict, but I just, I'm saying, I don't really buy it. <laughs> yeah, I don't quite buy so it either. It's... I, and in that moment, it's funny because I was listening to a different podcast. So after the scene where he leaves Brienne crying in the courtyard and these people who were doing this podcast said, oh, you know, I'm sure really he's just he just doesn't want her to follow him. So that's why he's saying those things. But really, he's going to go back and he's going to kill Cersei. And I'm, thinking myself, and I'm thinking to myself, are you crazy? No, because this this show at this stage isn't nuanced enough to think of that. So no, he's, he's not going to go back and kill. Cersei. I was hoping the go bells were going to be just like a, a variety of people running different heists all around King's Landing, <laughs> trying to get the Cersei. And it was like, oh, who's going to get the knife in her first? You know, because <laughs> that's the way it seemed to be set up. You know, a real murder on the Orient Express scenario. Yeah. We all took turns killing her. We're all the killer. Spoilers yeah. for murder on the Orient <laughs> <Right>. Express. <Yeah. laughs> they all did it. They all took turns. And suddenly, out of the shadows, Howland Reed steps out and she runs a knife through her. 
stabs her in the back. <laughs> I, I, guess, I was thinking, I guess Aria, you know, in some ways has uh, a good arc in that she is able to turn away from this vengeful course, you know, that had all, that had been driving her for years and years and at least go out and do something for herself that was positive. And, and I certainly didn't want her to end up being like a lady of Winterfell or something like that. She's far too big a, big a character and, and, and far too changed by what's happened to her to just settle for something so domestic. Um, so I suppose, even though the seafaring part of it was a bit silly, much like you, Robin, I think, yeah, if she could have just said, I need to go and do my own thing, I would have been fine with it. But when she was going away from Winterfell... Um, with Sandor Clegane, and she said, yeah, I'll never be back in the North. And I remember thinking, why? Like, Arya, okay, first you say, this is family. Family matters, John. Okay, your sister is still going to be in the North. It's not like you don't love Sansa. Why would you decide that you're never going to well, go I back? Well, I think she was going to go kill Cersei, and I didn't think she'd come back. Do you think that's what that was? You remember the list that meant so much? Oh, it know, was a I big know. thing. But she also <laughs> wasn't killing, you know, Sandor, and she wasn't killing Beric Dondarrion anymore. And, I mean, other people had fallen off the list. So it's just, again, or this she, is... Or was it her plan all along to have other people <laughs> oh, kill them? Oh, stop that. Bloody <laughs> <laughs> hell. Why do you uh, think she came all this way? <laughs> okay, can we get back to that line, the brand line? That little shit. So, I'm sorry. <laughs> that, to me, implies... Okay, let me, let me back up. <sighs> In the show, they tell you that he can see what's happening all over the world because he has the connection with the werewood, tree, werewood trees and the birds and whatever, okay? So, in real time, he can see what's happening around the country, around Westeros. And you know that he can, he can delve into the past because the past is like a little bucket he can dip his ladle into whenever he wants to. But they've never really said it's canon that he can see the future. And so when he says, well, why do you think I came all this way? I wanted to slap him because I thought, you know what? <laughs> Fuck you. No, you don't actually see the future as far as we know. So you don't get to be smug and say that. Like, Weiss ah. and Benny Hoff high-fived after writing that line. Oh, you know they did. They <laughs> did. The little shits. I, I figure that's how he's going to rule. You know, whenever anyone comes up to him with a problem, like, uh, you know, Dragon ate my herd of goats he'll just say oh the dragon was meant to be there all yeah. along and, and the goats were meant to be there all along yeah. too mr mr fickle finger of fate ah <laughs> 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 uh, that was just annoying very annoying i suggest just kind of have a just sit down under a tree for a little while you go to come back or something will happen I'm pretty sure that that's how the beginning of Lord of the Rings starts. Frodo's under that tree, and then that wizard comes along, and all kinds of hell happens after that, Robin. So, so Matt, I have a question for you. For Matt, me? Yeah. Who, who's the winner of Game of Thrones? Oh, <laughs> Who, who's the winner of right now? Who's the winner of the episode? <laughs> well, we can do winners and losers of the episode. <laughs> the losers, um, obviously, Daenerys. Uh, and and Ugh. if not the audience, because I followed that girl since yes. she was you know knee high to a grasshopper. <laughs> I'm breaking out all the old colloquialisms. <laughs> um, I, we went, we watched her go on this great journey, uh, growth as a character, and grow into herself, and liberate cities, learning. and yes, and and. Be- to to go out just being stabbed by a dude like seconds away from getting on the throne was so anticlimactic and so lame, just lame. Oh gosh, I, it it started with her, you know, right before she's burning burns King King's Landing. I was mm-hmm. I, I was so disappointed. I was so disappointed mm-hmm. that 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 they made that arc. 
they, they made it, that turn. Who was this character her, anymore? Right. If it had her go, I really thought in that moment she was going to fly Drogon straight to the Red Keep and go right up to Cersei and just do whatever, blast her with yeah. flame, whatever. And that would have been fine. I would have been fine with that yeah, because uh, yeah. well-deserved, right? That right. would have made sense to me. But to do the rest? It's like, who who is this, Danny? This is not the person. So if they wanted to tell the story of the Mad Queen or whatever, and, and if they had managed to do it and build it up and have layers to it, and you could have seen it happen over time, and you could have understood how she was turned, so to speak, to the dark side... Then, okay, I could have gotten on board with it if the story was compelling enough. This story, however, was not. Yeah, it was so rushed and so limp that it wasn't oh. satisfying. And the no. way she went out wasn't satisfying. And it was... And they, oh, even, just... they even reduced her. Like, we've all obviously, I think, had affection for Danny as the character and watching her growth. And they reduced her into this dual-faceted caricature of a person because... You see her get this evil look, and then she swoops down and she kills the people. Like, yeah, no, there was more to her than that. She she saw more sides to things. She was smarter than that. You know, she was a smart woman. They just reduced her to this sort of heartbroken thing that oh, I've you know, John's thrown me over. I have nothing, so now I'm going to be cold to the world. Come on, nobody likes me, so I'll kill everyone. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, on so many levels, it was annoying. Plus, just how stupid Tyrion seemed to become. Yes, and the fact thank that you. we forgot to talk about that. <laughs> well, I just wish somebody just said, "Okay, look, they don't love you now. They don't know you. Kill Cersei, build some houses, hmm. healthcare. Like the war is <laughs> over. Give them, show them, lead. We've mm-hmm. seen you kind of try in Marine." You, you know, you gave your best shot. Like it's work. Like it takes a little bit of work. Like mm-hmm. it'll happen. Just and, and and Varys along the same line. Varys was so underutilized. He was such a cool character, really, over the years. And the guy who I think he was true to himself when he said, "I you know I'm doing this for the realm." That really always been, has been his driving force. So he and Tyrion should have been able to get in cahoots and. I mean, if they had wanted this to go a, w- a different way, I mean, if they didn't want her to turn into the Mad Queen, it would have been more satisfying to watch them somehow conniving together than than the way it went. I don't know. I thought Tyrion was getting the clue when she burned Sam's br- brother and father. Yeah. Like, I thought that was like, oh, God, she's like vengeful. <laughs> or she's so single-minded, so driven that she can't see nuance and she can't forgive and she can't mm-hmm. show mercy. Like, I know that they've shown this, but... It went from like zero to sixty in a yeah. blink of an eye. Yeah. And I, I, uh, I would have. Yeah. I, I, I was kind of thinking that you know she burns the Tarleys, then she sees you know how much pain that Sam is in, over yes. it, and that she would actually be like, okay, that's not the right road to take. You know, yeah. I just don't. I feel like and, they, they could have written in any yeah. other ways. Even if she had killed everybody, they could have said, "All right, yep. go back to Marine." Everyone's against you now. Take your dragon, go back, go somewhere else. We don't want you here. Instead, I don't know, she unfurled the gigantic banner and was like, I'm going <laughs> to fucking kill everyone now. Oh, it was so weird. And they, they did really lazy writing in that um, in the final episode, they have Danny giving her chat with John right before he kills her, trying to explain what her motive has been all along and how warped and twisted she is. Instead of actually showing the audience that happening over time you know like it was like 
taking a, a shortcut to, to try to say, well, we know we haven't really presented this well, but we're going to have this one little speech of hers, and then you'll know where her head's been at. I'm like, I'm sorry. That's I, just, after the I, fact doesn't doesn't give you the gold star. No. I just thought of the best way to end the series. It would be um, Danny is about to fly into King's Landing. We all see that she's going to start, she, you know, maybe lights up a couple streets or whatever. And suddenly, Drogon's like, Ugh! And then, and there's Bran sitting out the gate outside the gate, so his eyes glazed over it. Drogon, he makes Drogon fly Dan- Danny right back to Essos. Arya comes behind, comes behind. Cersei murders her. Sansa grabs a crown on the way down, puts it on her head. What's up? Credits. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one funny. Jon bit. Snow still looks dumb. <laughs> uh, I thought fun- one funny bit that made me think when you said Sansa when uh, when she basically tells her uncle to sit down <laughs> during the episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that that was. That's- I was so distracted by the fact that one of the best named characters was sitting there and was alive and was okay and actually much handsomer than he used to look. <laughs> and Robin, Robin, Aaron, Aaron. Robin Aaron suddenly grew up. Did you, did you guys like? Did you check that out? I'm looking at little Robin. Uh, Aaron I mean, ever him. since Luke Skywalker made breast milk look cool, I mean, yeah. he's he's riding high. <laughs> you know that poor guy. He's never going to live that down. Or <laughs> <Nope. laughs> oh. oh god. Just constantly being like, they were fake. They were fake. <laughs> they told me to do that. I was young. <laughs> oh, they said action. I just did as I was told. And then they let me kick over that that uh, snow fort. It was awesome. I don't know if I'm ever going to go back and rewatch this show. I've seen several of the earlier seasons multiple times, so I don't know if I if I'm going to be watching this anytime I'm, soon. I'm grateful that it was a show. I'm uh, mm-hmm. these novels are basically unadaptable and for several years it was uh, fantastic i'll be sad that it ended the way that it ended i'm also very sad that so many people didn't enjoy it and after being very hyped for it and waiting so long for it Mm -hmm. to to watch the enthusiasm just disappear and for people to become increasingly angry and bitter and wanting it to be over that is such a sad outcome (laughs) that yeah it's well put it is sad isn't it it's not just because people didn't get the ending that they wanted it's because everybody pretty much agrees that the problem was the pacing and the lazy writing and yeah and that there weren't enough episodes and that's such a like and you know it's just it's just really disappointing that All, that are that we're not as much fans as we were going into the season as we were as we were hoping to be. It's just it's all very kind of just sad. And and if we can all see that, we meaning this whole big fan base, that tend to at least agree on some of those basic points that you just made, then you have to ask the question, how could they not have seen it? Like did they just not care? Were they blinded by they their can't even pronounce the characters' names what? right. You've seen them behind the scenes. <laughs> Cersei. <laughs> Miss Indy. Yes, indeed. Oh God! Yeah, that that is sad. <laughs> <laughs> well, my, no, my, I mean, my, my hope is that you know, you know, George R. R. If you're listening, <laughs> here's the thing: we would all love to read those books. You'll <laughs> make a fortune into your old age if you actually finish them, even just one more. You know? Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> if he had had one or two, uh, you know, books more. Mm. Like when this started, yeah, maybe oh, it would have ended. It? Maybe it would have oh. ended better, or maybe if book four and five were didn't have so many plot threads that were irrelevant. And like, oh man, like, what? What if? What could have been? I don't know. 
it. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, you know uh, what? I, I like what you said. We need to think back on the fact that, that it was quite a, an epic journey that we all got to go on and try to think about all the pluses of it. You know, how it just yeah. took, a, took our little hearts by storm. It was kind of I, amazing. I think we've all been here before. <laughs> we've been attached to some series that, you know, we just loved and loved and loved. And then they just kind of <laughs> at the end. Uh, <laughs> still, yeah. I mean, you know, it was the journey. <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed my rewatch coming up to season eight. So um, now I know I don't have to do that for a while. I probably you watched will. the whole what? Hello? You watched the whole thing? No. I watched the whole series before Seriously? season eight started. Oh, yeah. Good God. I did the same thing with the MCU before Endgame. It's just what I do. It's amazing. Robin, I haven't even watched all of the MCU at all. I'm only halfway through for the first time, so I won't be watching Endgame for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get there eventually. Mm. Well. Oh, well. I think we've said everything that needs to be said. Yep. <laughs> nothing, you're not... You're not there's nothing so else that like you really need to mm, no. say now if you have it. No, I, I mean, I've... I was sad that John became a lumberjack. I was <laughs> was unhappy that they decided that you know, um, uh, what's his name, Tormund and Brienne could finally get together when Tormund brought him the uh, blue horn. Uh, it's uh, <laughs> wait, wait, hello. You know, speaking Stop of. It. Speaking Stop of horns, I met your mother. in in the uh, in the books, Euron has a horn that can control dragons. Yeah, isn't yeah. it? I thought it was one that could knock down the wall. Knock down the. Oh, is it knock down the wall? Knocked I thought it was. I thought it was control dragons. My mix, mixing mixing my. No, it's not Euron. Knocking down the wall horn oh. is the one that the uh, the the um the free folk were looking for. See, this is why I'm redoing rereading the books, and I'm hoping yeah. by the time I finally finish them all. All of a sudden, George would be like, guess what? Yeah, the, fi- <laughs> the been, final... I've been told to for you. <laughs> I do have another thought, which is, it occurred to me at one point that the good people of Westeros might scratch their heads and say to themselves, no, wait a minute, hold on. We got one star kid who's who's the king of the six kingdoms. We got another star kid who's the queen of the north. And, and we got another one who gets up scot-free with queen slang. So... How come these Starks get all this special treatment? What about the rest of us? I'm just mm. waiting for some other family to be a little bit pissy. But Okay, uh, <laughs> this is from a wiki of Ice and Fire. In Feast for Crows, Euron Greyjoy brings to the king's moot what he claims to be a dragon horn he found amongst the smoking ruins of Valaria. The horn's noises uh, silences all and ends the possible fight between the vi- supporters of Victorian and Asha Greyjoy. Then in Dance of Dragons, Euron gives his brother Victorian... The dragon horn when he sends the Lord Captain of the Iron Fleet to Marine to bring Darnerys Targaryen back to him. Oh. The dragon horn is called Dragon Binder. Right. Oh, now I do remember that. There is another. There is another wall ending horn. Yeah, there is. There it's is. out there somewhere. There Might is not a be wall the same horn. horn. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember mm. reading that. Being this is going to be so lame. I don't want anything to happen to Danny's dragons. Now that I've seen them murdered one by one. I guess I'm ready for it. Well, I would be remiss if I didn't mention that Podrick Payne got knighted. Sir oh, Podrick Payne. Yes. I think he's the winner of the episode. Yeah. It'll well, I don't, I don't know, though. If, but if his knight, knight, knighting duties simply mean pushing around that damn wheelchair for the next <laughs> 30 years, that might not be so much fun. <laughs> 
I think as long as he gets to hang out with Terry and Imbron, he'll, he'll yeah. be happy. And Davos and yeah, the crew. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Era had a really nice outfit on when she was on her little boat going away, and Sansa looked gorgeous in her queen's dress. But I don't think John got a very good deal. He had the old raggedy ass cloak on again. That stupid black. He'll become uh, king beyond the walls, so he'll. he'll, he'll he doesn't be want it. He doesn't want to be king. <laughs> Stop giving him responsibility. He doesn't want it. <laughs> all right. All right. So, walk into the woods do now. We, do we feel better now? Let's all walk into the woods. Yep. I've got my horse. I brought some oats to feed by all the horses. By which I mean the Facebook group. If you go into <laughs> Facebook.com, you can search for Hooplecast and find us there. And and uh, find the thread about best HBO finales. And ain't this one. <laughs> now, they needed a hard cut to credits, I think, at one point. <laughs> and I think the story, the one that has the best story is Bron the Broken. Directed by David. <laughs> what? <clears throat> is it six feet under, Robin? Is that the six, six feet under? That's yeah. the best one. I, I love. I love. Yeah, that that's that's an excellent ending. That that wrecked me, and yeah, uh, I uh, I love it. I, for me, I, it's not... I don't know. I for me, it, it might be the leftovers. Oh, it's but... the leftovers! Just make me cry. I, I will talk <laughs> about you for days. <laughs> <laughs> But they're both they're both great. They're so different, but they're they're both so good. Anyway, I just started watching Lost again. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> yeah, Game of Thrones. You could have been Lost. You're better than Lost. It could have been worse. You're one bar above. <laughs> Woo! All you have to do is plug the hole. Everything is good. Maybe uh, saved. Benioff and Weiss will go on to be showrunners of another show, and they'll get the the absolution, the pardon that Damon Lindelof got when he finished uh, The Leftovers. And that show is Confederate. <laughs> <laughs> That's not going to happen. It's, it's it's Confederate or Star Wars. I don't see a good outcome here. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> all right. Goodbye. Are we all hanging up? Yeah, we're all hanging up. All, all right. Hanging up. Thanks Bye, for having me on, man. Thanks, bye. Thank you. Bye. Chat later. Bye.